the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. How bad can I be? <laughs> we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to, to Worst, Worst Ever Podcast. I wish we could do that in more harmony. That sounded a little like... No, that was like a little uh, harmony. Alex, you're not supposed to be speaking yet. Well, it was. Thanks. Welcome to Worst Ever Welcome Podcast. Welcome to Worst Ever... Fuck you. Oh, my God. You can't... You really need to do some tongue twisters in the car before you get here. Okay. You need I'm your to host. remove your eyeliner and fake lashes before you get here. I can't get them off. <laughs> okay. That's what's happening with my face. She likes okay. some glued onto her no, listen, face. Listen, <laughs> let, listen. Okay, I went on a vacation, as you all know. I was I was out in the in the islands, and I don't like to wear makeup when I'm on vacation, but I still want to look pretty. For Penny, my when you're in the islands, you need to have your lashes. Alex, you again, to have you're still little... not to, yet. You, we don't talk yet. Are you being serious? I'm right dead now? serious. We haven't even introduced you yet. Well, um, so I like to get the fake eyelashes so that I look cute in my yeah, photos, and I don't to have take to wear them anything. Off. I can't. They're glued onto my person. Okay. And if you like okay. pull them off, it can real. I don't want to okay. do that because it'll. Another take suggestion: What? Wear a hat when you're on vacation. I did. What? Okay. I wore a hat every day. What are you talking about? Okay, keep the sun out of your face. I did. I put on fifty every day, right. and I wore a hat. Okay. You're just jealous that I have a glove. Oh, I just can't wait to take this picture. Oh my god, <laughs> y'all are weird. Okay, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Christine Reichen. I'm your host, Ala Khaled. And today on the podcast, we have one of my closest friends. And one of my favorite people. Ew, ew, y'all. One of my closest friends, one of Ala's closest enemies. Frenemies. Frenemies? Keep them close, Henny. Keep them close. Yeah. Alex Ellis. Alex was a Broadway baby. Don't bother looking her up. You won't find a damn thing. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, my God. So rude. Uh, Alex was a Broadway baby. She has starred on several Broadway productions, notably with Harry Connick Jr. and also in Catch Me If You Can, which I saw her do the lead role in, which was amazing. Thanks, girl. No problem, girl. But Alex and I met actually doing a reading as you do when these, you know, musicals start to happen. There's millions of readings, millions of failed readings. And then sometimes you make friends with people and then the musical goes on and you two get left in the dust. But (laughs) that's what normally happens. The Heathers? That's what normally happens. Yeah, that's what normally happens. I think that's everyone's normal. But that's every Broadway. Yeah, exactly. But we made friends, and so we got something really great out of it. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, you're my level of crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I would come stay with her in New York, and then you would come stay with me in L.A., and then finally I convinced you to come to L.A. Yeah. Um, Alex was on an episode of Hollywood Darlings last season. She was in the Beverly Mitchell, um, Soleil Moon Fry. Yes, I episode saw it. It's as actually an really good. Two of my it girl really crushes. Funny, actually. Oh, yeah. thank you. I think that's the first compliment you've ever given me. It's the only compliment me. you're going to get, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, now moonlights in a band called uh, Harbor Party. Which is actually... The band is great. The band is amazing. <laughs> Thank uh, you. They play yacht rock music. If yeah, you don't know what yacht really, rock and, music well, is, well, first of all, before you say, go ahead, yacht rock, whatever. It's fuck. like if you were if you had a yacht and it was the 1980s and you, you were, were ready to Dynasty. rock. No, it's like uh, it's like 1972 to like 84. Yeah, it's basically your dad's record collection. Of like Michael it's McDonald, the, Toto, Kenny Loggins, it's all the good. It's music. all it's all mid tempo magic. It, but it's the stuff that you sing along to. The whole show. Yeah, right? you're like, oh my god, I know this one too. Everyone knows them. It's amazing. Who did you sleep with to get in that band? Myself, Henny. Oh, okay. I convinced them. <laughs> this is before they were playing at like Davy Wayne's here yeah, in LA. Yeah, actually, kind of planted the seed, and then I it like kind of came back full circle. I I convinced them to play at our wedding, and uh, 
they were so amazing at the cocktail party. Everyone was like freaking out. It was great. And then years later, they played on Vanderpump Rules. That's what I was going to say. We did at Katie and Tom's wedding. Okay, we're going to talk about it. We're, we're going to oh get my God, to that. That's the so only thing I care about talking to you about is Katie and Tom's wedding because I watched that episode, which they didn't feature you guys that much. You know what? I'm saying it was a mistake. But you they were there have. the whole night. Okay, let's talk. Yeah, let's no, start with I that, mean, then we'll move listen, backwards. we got a plug, and like that's more than we can ask for. Well, so yeah. it's cool. But talk to me about like what filming a reality show like that is like. Well, I mean, I own the Laguna Beach box disc set, so like I love garbage <laughs> TV. And are you watching Sinesta Key or whatever? It's, it's Siesta. Siesta. Yes, What's I that? am. It's I w- like their new version of The Hills. Yeah, and it takes place in Miami. Is that what? It, is that where that Siesta, Siesta Key? I don't know. It's so, somewhere, I think it's Florida. Somewhere in that fake state. Is it on MTV? It's on MTV. It's, it is on, it, it's on this. MTV. Um, yeah. I, yes, I watch this stuff. So, but I haven't really kept up with Vanderpump Rules the last few seasons. I'm all about Housewives, but um, I I wasn't really caught up. And then I remember Harbor Party. We were playing at Davy Wayne's one Sunday, and in walks Katie and Sheena, and I was like, Oh my god, Oh my god, they're here! Oh my god, I know who they are! Oh my god, I love them! Oh my god! And so I was like, I'm gonna act like, Oh my god, hey, who are? Nice to meet y'all. What's up? Like, you kind of look familiar, right? Um, meanwhile, I'm like, Oh my god. Oh, my God. So uh, Katie was like, I, you know, I've known about you guys for a minute and would love for you to play at our wedding. And I was like, yes, we will. And like didn't really go over many details that night. But um, then I like hung out with them a few times. And so I remember just being like, "Okay, so you guys like what's actually real? Right. Like what's happening here? And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, no, all of it. They're like, yeah, everything's like what you see is. I mean, it's it's our lives. And I was like, dang. So. So yeah, so then going to film it, it was really interesting because you have to be actually really quiet when you shoot. You know, like you're you're on set slash at someone's wedding. I don't know. It was just really interesting. Weird. So there was like a few takes of stuff. And then there would just be a lot of cameras kind of like lurking in trees and like, you know, <laughs> following people. And you're like, oh, my God, what is happening? So creepy. Yeah. But everyone was super, 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 super friendly and nice. And like they Did were really awesome. Did you see any drama? No, I think I kind of saw like some scene setups where I was like predicting what like was going to happen because it was also the finale. And so I was just kind of like scaling everybody and I was like, who's still with who? Who's having troubles? So do they do takes? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think they just keep it running. Or maybe they'll go back and be like, Can we miss that. We need Can you this pick line that up again? Or, right, okay. But um, from what I like... It was I was interesting. I was always so fascinated because you know I used to do these wrap ups for Party Down South, which was like the equivalent to Jersey Shore, but it was a bunch of like country bumpkins in different areas of the South. And that was on CMT, right? That was on CMT, yeah. yeah. And Sally Ann, um, who created <laughs> Jersey Shore, four nine five, four nine five, shout out. Who I I just I love her. I think she is such a fascinating person, and she's so good at what she does, and it's really genius but she literally I would talk to her she's like yeah you know I just got back we were filming the season I'm like so when you're filming the season like how does that work she's like oh I'm in the control room and I'm not sleeping I'm literally watching what's happening and I'm like manipulating the story yeah they give them they have like a set thing we know we're gonna have certain plot points but then things happen and all of a sudden two people get in a fight and you're in the control booth and you're like okay like how do we how do we move this story forward? How do we button the story up? This story's getting out of control. Like, there's so few times when someone actually steps in to stop something, but well, they they have to by you know legal she, reasons they have to if it's if it's out of control. She also told me that when she's not in the video village or control room, 
that she's literally getting texts, texts all of, night of what's happening and she's responding. sort of like responding and controlling what's going on through via text yeah. message. That's bananas. I know. It is. All right. Let's go back to you. So Alex, okay. um, where are you? Where are you from? Well, this has been a great interview, Alex. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you. Can you can find me. The pleasure at Alec was all Ledge. mine. Uh, oh my god, I can't. Uh, um, so tell our, tell our listeners um, where you're from. I'm originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. Just and born and raised. Born and raised. Yes. And what like eventually led you to? How was your trajectory? How did you get to New York? Oh man. Um. Well, I'll make it okay. I'll make it really quick. I um, grew up doing theater in Charlotte at this one theater. I like, like what else is new? I was Annie there when I was like ten, um, and so I just did a, a show there every summer and also played soccer. Mm-hmm. So it was like soccer and musical theater um, were the two things. And then when I got to college, I knew I wanted to go into theater. I knew I wanted to be on Broadway, so I went to Elon University. Shout out to Elon. Yeah. And that's in... It's in Burlington, North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Where they yeah. also make the rugs. Rugs right. and like, make sure you stop at Bojangles or Cookout. I love Bojangles. Bojangles I love. <laughs> Me too. It's my favorite. Because I lived in Greensboro for like three years. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we were like 20 minutes from you. Yeah, and then wait, Burlington, is that like where... Coat factory. Yeah, the coat factory is? It's in the rugs. It's a coat factory and probably where a lot of meth heads and people that do coke live as well. And oh. it's also, is it Shout part of the triad? <laughs> yes, it? it's part of the triad. So then. So when I was there, it was like a stoplight and then you drive a little bit longer, longer and then it would be like Elon. Right. So like it was just like, it, it was two different dimensions for right. sure. So when I lived there, it was probably because it was the 80s. So. Yeah, so you're like way older than me. Obviously. Yeah. And more mature. Um, and you okay. were just like bumping around in your Volvo playing. Playing gangster rap. Yeah, getting, definitely like rolled to up to college with like a pack of Newports. <laughs> like, I don't know who I thought I was and like a Volvo and like a like a tape of like Noriega or like, uh, I don't know, Luda, like, like Ludacris or something. Hilarious. I was a walking contradiction. I still am. Um, so yeah, I went to college for musical theater. Um, I pledged a sorority. Like I did all the stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I did it all. Um, and then I... Right out of college, I booked the lead of uh, in the national tour of Thoroughly Modern Millie. So I was mm-hmm. Millie for a year right after college. Um, and that almost killed me because it was the non-union tour. And wow. so it was like split weeks and one-nighters in different towns singing like probably 18 songs a night and like never leaving stage. It's like, it's like being Elphaba and Wicked, right. also traveling and like sleeping on the floor of a bus like – I don't know why I didn't quit, and I also don't don't know why like I did not like throw myself overboard because it was your first job. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, I gotta so prove it. Yeah, and yeah. is there good money in this? Um, I mean, I I moved to New York with a little chunk of dough, but no, like for the work and the hours and like the like the mental bananas you like put into it. No, you should be spending, making millions of dollars. But you're not spending money on this tour because you're no, because you don't have time. time. No, you're just like going. But so, like, what is a non-union tour? Like, what do you make a week? Like I that. think then I made like um, maybe like nine hundred a week, yeah, I which I know that. some equity contracts now like you probably don't you make less than that. So yeah, right, it wasn't it wasn't horrible, but it was also very horrible. Right, yeah. But right before, should I tell the should I segue into yes, what please. happened to me? So Alex told this story in our live show, and I this was one of the reasons I I did this want her to like to definitely tell this one to you guys in the podcast. A side story of like. <laughs> If if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen to me. Like, I'm just that person that's like, oh, if, I don't know, like, just the most random stuff happens. So, um, <laughs> I, 
uh, right before I started rehearsals for Millie, I w- went up to New York for like the weekend prior and I was going to have like one last blowout, like going to get drunk with my girls and like be in New York and like this is the best time of our lives. And, and I'm you're like 22? I was 21. 21, fresh out of college. Yeah, like fresh out. And so I was like... Uh, and yes. your first time in New York? No, no, no. I've been there a ton. Okay. But it was just like I was there for a month to rehearse and then we were going to hit the road. And so okay. this is like my last night of drinking because I knew I needed to like reel it in and, you know, just be get a pro- focused. Be a pro and you sleep know, on the floor of the bus. preserve the gift, honey. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I just ended up getting beyond drunk. I was like, I don't know who I thought I was, but I'd be like, let me get a double vodka and soda and just like had many of those and just a ton of margaritas. And I was with my two best friends from home and it was just bad. So it was time to leave where we were at the Hudson hotel and I was like falling down. And so they like put me in a cab with my friend Liz puked in the cab. And I remember like looking up at our driver and I was like, oh my God, you must hate us. And he's like driving. He goes, I do. I really, really do. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So we finally go home. We get home and my friend Liz puts me to bed. And then at like four in the morning, I wake up to go to the bathroom and I turn the light and my two front teeth are missing. (gasps) I was like, wait, what? I was like, what is going on? Like, I couldn't even pronounce S's, Ugh. T's. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I look like Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. I was like, am I still drunk? Am I on drugs? Like, what is happening? So I turned the light on and I'm like looking at my teeth. There's no blood. There's like no nothing. I'm so confused. And so I wake up Liz and I'm like, my teeth are gone. And she's like, <laughs> what the fuck? So, <laughs> so I'm like, what do I call my mom? What do I do? I don't have any cat. Like, what do you do? Meanwhile, I'm also drunk and I'm like, it's going to be fine. Like, we'll figure it out. So we... And you're not in pain? I'm still like so hammered. She's wasted still. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, I am beyond. But so, you had your teeth when you went to bed. So well, I did. I made know. it all the way home. It wasn't like it fell on the street or like in the bar. Like, I made it home. Right. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> then I messed up. So um, so we Googled a 24-hour dentist and this guy comes into like Park Avenue and I like call my mom and I'm like, they're gone. She's like, who's dead? You know, like she just... <laughs> flipped and I was like no my teeth and so then I don't know she like forwarded me money and you know we just started this procedure of like root canals like temporaries uh veneers like everything so I would go to this rehearsal rehearsing for this lead in a show for eight hours and then I'd have to like walk over to Rockefeller and like get root canals Uh uh-uh like what what and then come back in rehearse and then be like gotta go get my new tea like i love to make it just a little bit harder for myself right always so um so yeah that that happened that was if that was a foreshadow of the year yeah that's you know what it's unbelievable yeah so uh yeah and you never figured out what you did oh i think we found him upstairs like in her loft like i think i just bit it right now like this is disgusting like you're horrible This is yes, what I did this on purpose, oh, is asshole. This what happens sometimes. Okay, you're lucky, man. No, I'm not lucky because I'm sitting here now. Oh god, um, you please leave, please. Like well, as we if, have girl talk all the time, so you're more than happy to go. Uh, a shit story that involved you and 14 of layers shit. of clothes walking into the Marriott Marquis. Listen, so I've had shit. I have shit stories all the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, though York, that's disgusting that's, too. York, so whatever. That's what happens in New York. Okay. Yeah, New York kicks your ass. Yeah, it's not. New listen, York kicks your ass, York and it doesn't love you. New York is not for no. everyone. Let me <laughs> no. Think. It's either. 
New York is the kind of city that either you want to be there and you know it and you're willing to sacrifice your living space, your you like being poor, the fact that you you don't ha- like you're not going to see um trees, you know, like things yeah, like like hard. Like when pass. I lived in New York, because <laughs> I, I went to college in New York in in the Upper oh, West. Oh, where'd you go? AMDA. Oh, yeah, that two year program. That's correct. Sure, sure, right. sure, sure. Along with Tyne Daly and uh, oh, you guys friends actually lived same in her- class. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Right. Right. Thank you for coming, Alex. Um, you can find me at alecled. <laughs> Dot uh, so, wait, com. so back to New York because um, I would go to – we would go – remember the HMV? What does that stand for? It's the record place that used to be on 72nd. It wasn't there when I was there because no, I, I came ur- so much it later. It was Urban Outfitters. Oh, I remember the big Urban. Yeah. yeah. On 72nd? Yes. Right. So it used to be an HMV record store oh, when records existed. I rem- yep, I'm with you. Okay. Um and they would sell bus tickets to IKEA in Jersey. Shut up. For $8 and you would get a free lunch. So cuz we were college kids and we were like we we were going stir crazy because we were like we, we want to get out of the city. We, we, yeah. And most everyone that there. went to school there is transplants right. of like suburban right. neighborhoods and so you know we're living in the city, we're living concrete jungle. It's yeah. like I I need to see some sort of something. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of the kids couldn't afford to like, you know, get out and like take a road trip. So we're like, let's go to the HMV, get an eight dollar bus ticket to IKEA, have some meatballs, get get the Swedish meatballs, look at the, the balls, they, they have a pa- they have a pa- they have a patio um, to uh-huh. sit at outside, where right across from Newark, so you could watch. Oh, the, gorgeous! So you could watch Just the armpit of the world. <laughs> you watch the airplanes land, like literally, that was like heaven. It was oh like we were like God. so excited. So you go through the fucking maze of IKEA, plane, yeah, and we like eat our <laughs> meatballs and watch the plane because we were like just. There's no That's buildings so around, you know. It's like crazy. Oh, here's here's like a a, a beautiful um you know, um it costs not whatever they call it, yeah. you know um <laughs> yeah. chair that we could sit in. But and at that time, I, I, at that time, IKEA was fairly new. Like right. no one really knew what IKEA was. No, you were there before IKEA was IKEA. No, I moved. Yeah, I moved like, there in 1990. That's amazing. Yeah. So you knew IKEA before it like blew up. Right. Dang. And we thought the Swedish meatballs were delicious. <laughs> so good. Yeah, but like, what are they really? What What's are they them? really? Nobody Those knows. are, that's not meat. I don't know. That's Swedish. Swedes don't have meat. Speaking of meat. I don't know, but like, that meat can't be real. So I want to talk a little bit about your other New York adventures. Because, yeah, living in New York is like a totally different beast. Side note, when I would come visit you mm-hmm. and stay at your place, we had the most fun. But do you remember the time when I was there and the hurricane came through? Oh, yeah. What you did were there we do? for Sandy? No, it wasn't Sandy. No, it was like no. Which what one was, was it? it? I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. But did Irene. we go? Li- I, yeah, was it Irene? Mm-hmm. We went like bar hopping. <laughs> there was nothing. You couldn't do anything. Everything was fine. Some places flooded in Jersey, but we were actually okay. I was there rehearsing that. But they um, shut down like everything. Musical. Everything was shut down, <laughs> right. and she and I are like traipsing through Times Square, like, well. What can we do? Yes, we'll have another. I guess we'll so, have another. Were yeah. you there during the subway token days or are you after the tokens? Honey, way after. Okay, because I was there during the token. Like, you would buy a bag of tokens. Dang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Those are probably going to be worth something someday. It was like 75 cents to yeah, ride the subway. Yeah, it was probably super cheap. I don't know. I think in the t- three years that I was there, four years, it went up to 90. 
sense. Oh my, that's amazing. Sure. Now the MTA is like, that's like Thanks one so. of the reasons why I moved out here. Because I would walk out, I'd walk onto the subway and I'd be like, I don't need to see any of you. And like, this is just disgusting. Well, I, it's just gross. I, I prefer <laughs> taking the train more than, because I, I can't. I love the train in LA. There's nobody there and it's no, so quiet. In New York, I just can't sit in traffic. And now with the ride sharing is so big now in New York. Oh, yeah. It's just more traffic. So, like, I Ooh, know that I if can't. I want to get to a point A and point B, I, love, I would rather take the train. I love having a car out here, and I love, like, going to Target and filling my car full of things and, like, not seeing anyone <laughs> and yeah, being see. in, like, a personal bubble. And that's why you are who you are. <laughs> Damn right, honey. So, when you did um, On a Clear Day... You did, that with Harry Connick. you did that with Harry Connick Jr. Yes. Who I Who's love. super dope. He's so rad. Oh, my God. He I was like die. my brother that I never had. He was a really cool dude. And he was very, um, I don't know. He was just very thoughtful. and. Well, he's from New Orleans. That tells you yeah. a lot right there. Yeah. And I saw him live in concert. And it's one of the best shows ever. I saw him at the Wiltern. And yeah. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. He plays literally Every single instrument, every single on thing, the stage. and like half of his band was in our orchestra. And like, if there was like one musician playing sharp or flat, like he could call it out and be like, uh, "Fix this, do that." Like just from stage. What did like, you ear. do in the show? Um, I was in. I was. I played the role of Hannah. I was one of his therapy um, students because okay. they switched the genders. And it was like Barbara Streisand and. Right. Uh, What's his face? I don't remember his name. Um, yeah, it was an interesting adaptation. It didn't last very long. Was it a tour? No, no, no. It was at the St. James on 44th. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I have this crazy story during um, uh, rehearsals one day. I had to, I had an audition for a workshop of a show like Kyle Aiken and I met. Um, and I couldn't do the show because I because it was on opening week of On a Clear Day. But I was like, I still want to go in the room and make friends and, you know, like... You Show know, off. plant some seats. Yeah, you right. always want it. Like, you never know who's going to be in the room. So I was like, I'll go. And so I was like all dressed up for the theme of uh, the audition. And um, he was like, where are you going? And I said, I got to go across the street. And he was like, uh, I'll come play your audition for you. I was like, what? He was like, I'll come play the piano. Like, whatever. So um, I was like, well, I'm not saying no to this, even though I'm feeling all the feelings inside. Right. Like, this is very scary. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes, please. This is weird. So we walked across the street and I was just picking his brain and having life chats. And then we got up to the waiting room and there was like a sea of girls. Oh and I God. was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I go to the bathroom and there are these two girls that are like, is that Harry Connick in the waiting room? And I was um, like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah. Like we're old friends. Um, no. So, um. So yeah, so then we went into the audition and like everyone lost their shit and we like played, he played two songs and I sang and he was like super rad and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And so then we walked back over to rehearsal and continued. That's amazing. You yeah. know, there were like so many girls in that waiting room that were like, I'm so ready for this. I've been preparing for this like, my whole life. And then they look up and watch you come in with Harry Connick Jr. And they're like, well, fuck. They're like, ooh, Alex. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex. Totally. Yeah. Oh, well. But that's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was a fun story. I'm like, I can't say no to this because this is going to be like a great opening to my book one day totally or something right? you know like just a random but how do you say no to when harry connick jr's like let me come play your audition you're like yeah actually i think i'm gonna pass yeah what no i really want to focus <laughs> no there are those moments in life when i feel like you just have to like say yes totally it's, for me 
one it, one of my favorite moments that I've and I'll never get the opportunity. Well, I wouldn't say never, but there's it, the probability is probably very low of getting to Georgia. Don't feed Cody the cheese. <laughs> Georgia's back, guys. We're so happy. Um, would be getting the opportunity to sing with like a sixty-eight piece orchestra. Oh hell yeah! Um, I'm sure you you've do done that. that. I got to do that at Seth MacFarlane's That's Christmas right. party. That's right. I was oh, there. Yeah, I remember. He I asked there. me if I wanted to sing a song with him at the Christmas because he likes to just sing with the band, basically. So what did you like, sing? We sang. Um, uh, God, what did we sing? Um, I can't remember at the time. I can't remember. I'll, I'll remember when my child's not crying at me. But it was so fun. Like I, I've never sang with an orchestra like that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's right? amazing. Yeah, it's such like an incredible opportunity to be able to do something like that and certainly expensive yeah right <laughs> expensive opportunity if you well, wanted that to party, do it that party was fun. incredible all those parties did you go incredible. to that one yeah oh because i went to one too with with you lady yeah, you, did you come with me we went to the ted premiere and the the oh, orchestra yeah. was there too and it was no, insane this was at his house yeah so, so was, so was the ted oh the ted the yeah after oh, party was. yeah his house is insane oh my god he had snow yeah what yeah he he had snow like that was the Christmas party, yeah, right? I saw, that's party. right. I saw you there. What kind of food was there? Oh, there it was, was like. Remember the raw bar? Yes, a I whole died. Raw bar with like oysters and like. Yeah. Would you like me to text you a lot, or do you want to just be on your phone the whole I'm, time? But or? I'm listening to you. I mean, so it's just fine. relax. I'm doing business. Let's here. just have girl chat. It's just Alex Ellis. This is like exactly. No, it's just it's kind so of typical. like rude to have a conversation with someone and they just look at their phone the whole time. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. My other pet peeve is coming in late and having a fresh coffee in your hand. Both of which you've done today. <laughs> no, it wasn't fresh, so you're wrong. It was hot. Right. So well, one of my biggest pet peeves is having month long lashes stuck to your eyes. Well, that I can't help. That's Listen. a medical issue. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a medical con- grade. Okay. It's blue. a condition and she a has. Issue. And when we have special guests like Rona Bennett coming in, uh, you um, look the way you do. Listen, <laughs> listen up and listen good. Um, yeah. Oh, you, you credit, try credit card companies calling me. So. Hold on. Oh, good. Do you yeah. want to put them on speaker? This could be a worst ever call. No, we're good. We are okay. okay. Who's calling you? <laughs> a credit card company, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. I only have one credit card, y'all. Good. That's it. That's that's a good thing. Yeah. She uh, didn't need any more. No. No. Um, I, when I was, um, I think I was like, Georgia was four or five months old. And I was like doing all the things and getting into motherhood and breastfeeding, blah, blah, blah. And then I got hit with credit card fraud. Oh, you did? Identity theft, credit card fraud. Dang. Like someone opened nine credit cards in my name. Stop. In one day? Uh, in two days, I think. Whoa. Mm-hmm. In Arizona. What? Mm-hmm. I had um, the amount nine? of bullshit I had. Oh, and charged, bought diamonds no. at Macy's. Macy's. Yeah, I had a Sears card open, and by, they bought tires. Hey, you know what? Maybe they were trying to get out of here. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. Get out of here. But it is a real thing. I almost went. Happened nuts. to a friend of mine like last week. She's like, I've spent the, t- the day at the DMV and now like calling everyone. And I had to lock all my credit. I had to go down to the police station. I had to file a police report. I had to do pages and pages and pages I of want, affidavits. I wanted to change my social security number. It's impossible. It's, I was like, please, can I just have a new social security number? <laughs> no, you can't. You it's can't awful. just go get a new one. It made, like, it's so violating. Change the number. <laughs> please, sir. 
Change the name. They like I was crazy. I like went to social security. I was like, listen, I have identity theft, and I can't. This social security is fucked right now. I'm like, just give me a new number. They're like, what? I go, I need a new social security number. No, nope. no. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um. So then I finally convinced you to move out to L.A. Yeah, you really also played a big part in that. Because I, I always wanted to live like some California dreams. And I always like daydreamed about it. And then after I kind of checked everything off my New York bucket list, I woke up and was like, I want a backyard and a boyfriend. Like, <laughs> and a washer and dry. Yeah, like just some normal stuff, you, you have know. That? Um, I do have a backyard. Oh, and did. I did have a boyfriend. But <laughs> she's single right now. Okay. And how um, about the laundry the who? The laundry. Oh yeah, washer She's dryer. I well because of you, like you hooked that live? one up too. I live like a few blocks away from her down the canyon, like at the On bottom of the si- hill. Which side? On what do you mean? On which the side? northern side, like north side of Ventura. Oh, you're in the valley. I'm in the valley. Yeah. So is it an apartment or a house? It's a guest house. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's cute. It's real really great. Cute. I How love it so much. No, I just need to know because I'm, you know, I'm, the whole real estate thing is. Th- I haven't had to look for an apartment in 14 years. So when I, when I went searching, yeah. I was like, what, what, what's happening? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's bananas. The rental market is really, really hard. Which here. we'll talk about in another episode. because yeah. it's a whole super pricey. It's a whole story. Oh yeah. And like, oh, you yeah. know, you start looking around at other things and like you think you have a pretty good deal and then you start looking at other things oh, and you're like, just, oh. t- just no, today. I am like, I live in a mansion. Co- like I live no. in heaven compared to like what I, what the alternative would no, be for I'm the still, price. I'm still on the apps. So just today I got a notification saying this popped up for the same price that I'm going to be paying on Sycamore, one full, a full one bedroom, you know, full, like the whole bit. And I'm like going, what? And I just uh, <laughs> signed a lease. For a studio? <laughs> No, for a one bed. Yeah, for a studio. For a studio. But yeah. I'll get into that another episode because it's a whole. I mean, it's you have no idea what I've been through. Go ahead, back to Alex. <laughs> so, like, what was your? I want to know it's what was like so the much. final straw of New York when you were like, was it just like I've? I feel like I've done everything I want to do and I want to try something new. Or were you like, I think I'm done with this place? I don't know. Like, it was really weird because I thought for so long I was just going to stay there and keep doing Broadway shows and and doing New York and. I don't know. I, I never really planned for after Broadway, which was silly because I was just so focused on that for so long. Um, but I don't know. I just woke up one day and first of all, the weather, like I, I turns out I'm severely affected by weather. So like I need sunshine to feel the least amount like normal. Um, and so the eighth winter Oy. made me fucking insane. And I was like, I'm a shell of a person. This isn't, th- I don't feel like I'm thriving. And I was also just tired. Like I've done yeah. musical theater since I was seven and yeah. I finally like reached these goals and I was like, mom is tired. So, and just like getting on the subway again, like don't want to see you people. So I just was like, there was a culmination and I kind of just made a snap decision after doing um, a production of Legally Blonde in Maine one summer. Oh, I was right. like, I think we're good. So see, I needed to take a break. I needed to miss it. For me, it was the summer. It was, I couldn't, well, first of all, my allergies are so bad in New York. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you why I left. Oh, why you left? Oh, yeah, the allergies are gnarly there. Because I grew up in the southeast, Florida and Louisiana. I, li- you know, I, I, it's green nine months out of the year. Yeah. There. So the pollen count is very light. You know, I moved to New York, and in the spring, you can literally see the pollen on the cars. Oh, it's like yeah. Yellow chunks. And my allergy, so it's only green three months out of the year there. So my allergies were like my eyes, I couldn't even open my eyes in the spring. I went to an allergist to get allergy tested Mm -hmm. and 
I, he literally said to me, he goes, so you're allergic to outside. You're allergic to New York. <laughs> he said outside. You're allergic he to goes, outside. You're allergic to outside. <laughs> you, uh, this is probably not the city for you. I think there's a tree there for some reason that I'm really highly allergic to because, like, I couldn't go to Jersey. Like, Jersey, you know, it's nothing but trees in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. One specific that gotcha. That, that gets Because when I go to work there in the summers now, I literally get hives. I have to take a... That is so weird. Yeah, from my allergies. Maybe you're just allergic to New York City. But I love New York. That's the problem. It's like, I could move back there in a heartbeat. I would love to go back. I would love to go back for theater. I'd love to go back for work. I would love to go back for, like, you know, a chunk of time where I know mm-hmm. that I could come back here and have a backyard and, like, mm-hmm. you know, Target and grocery stores and things. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, the adulting here is a lot easier. Are you, yeah. are you auditioning for any musical theaters? Anymore? Yeah, I still go out all the time and go out for stuff here and put myself on tape and, you know, if it's something I'm really interested I'm a part of a show that's hopefully moving at some point so I would love to see where that momentum goes what show uh, it's called Idaho at the moment that's what the title is it's kind of like Oklahoma on steroids they did it in we did it Vegas. in Vegas last year oh so great it was great and it's an amazing creative team at the Smith Center that like huge. at the big theater there oh wow yeah, it's beautiful yeah. That Who's, so it's a big production it's a big production the guy who was one of the writers or one of the head writers for In Living Color wrote the book. Oh, so it's can really we funny. find any of this like on YouTube or Probably. Anything? Yeah, Idaho. Yeah. Um, it's funny. But yeah, it was just, it was amazing. Like I hadn't been on stage and done a show like that in a few years and it was like, it felt like, like I got let out of my cage. I was like, oh yes, this yeah. is great. I love this. So yeah, I'll always do theater. It's just gotta be, you know, yeah. good stuff. And you guys are doing Titanic. Yeah, so my friends and I kind of created this uh, parody musical of the movie Titanic with uh, Celine Dion music. And we did a reading of it like two weekends ago to some backers and some some industry people, and it went really well. So we're doing it in December That's in Beverly Hills. hilarious. It's so funny. Where, where are you doing it? At the Wallace Annenberg. You know the... the they Annenberg. have a theater there in Beverly Hills? You don't know that? Beverly Hills, what a thrill. I know they have that new theater that's... Yeah. The, that brick one? Yeah, sure. It's that one. <laughs> I don't know. It's in the you heart of Beverly Hills. How do you it's want beautiful. me to know if you don't That's just the, know. I can tell you the name of it. Okay, great. Yeah. I don't know the road. Um, yeah, so I don't know. The, I feel like there's always musical projects happening around here, which is yeah. also really awesome to stay, you know, keep Connected. The, the oil or the wheel grease. The wheel grease. Yes. Exactly. So, like, what? Um, what's different about you know, being in LA versus New York. Like what is New York? You go to a bar. I feel like people are always outside of their houses, you know? So you're always like going to a bar. You're like meeting people on the street. Like in LA, it is more isolationist. So you can be in your car going to target, which is the nice part. But the other, then you're like, guys, where's everybody? Guys, where do I meet people? Yeah. I mean, I definitely still go back and forth between like, is anybody out here? Um, Cause sometimes, especially in the Valley, cause there's a lot of families there. Like people will go out of town for summer and I'm like just sitting there like you know why is it a ghost yeah, town so um but having that said like um there's a lot more time and space here there's a lot more I think room to breathe and I don't know for me be creative like I feel like New York you could just you can just stay busy all the time because right. you're literally dodging people and you're just having to get downtown or get here and then go see this person and you, you you fit a ton in your day yeah um whereas in here in LA you know like 
if I knock two or three things off the list, awesome. Or, you, or here in LA, like if it's raining, you cancel. Yeah, and You're it's like, just like no, it's, it's like outside. I mean, it LA has <laughs> kind of allowed me to be like appropriately selfish because it's just like you have a lot of time to yourself creating. Like mm-hmm. I'm out here to do TV and sing and voiceovers, like just do everything. Right. So, but did you? There's need a lot LA of time doing to that. Selfish, really, Alex. No, I mean in a respectful selfish. way, asshole. You know what I mean. You're the most selfish person I know. Honey, you don't know. Uh, I, um, you don't know. But yeah, my life. I don't know. New York was just like the like the day to day and the adulting to yeah. me seemed impossible. Whereas yeah. in here, I'm like, oh, this makes more sense in my brain. I can like structure this better. Yeah. In other words, you have more time for pot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Got it. I mean, let's yep. be a realist here. Um, do you um. Uh, so, like, what's the dating scene been like here for you? Oh, man. Because you've been single now for a while. Uh, almost like a year now. Wow. Yeah. How long were you in your relationship? Like two and a half years. Yeah. So, um, it's been great, and it's been so weird. Like, so weird, and then also, like, bleh, you Did you know? live with him? No. No, we kind of got to that point, and then... What did he do? What does he, what does he do? Yeah. He works in the music business. So, that's your first mistake. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, He's musicians great. Musicians are the worst. <laughs> oh, whatever. He's a musician, but he also had other. Yeah, he yeah. works like also on the other side of the table, not like just actually playing music. Yeah. So, older, younger? He was older. Hmm. Not by much. Not by much. No. No, it was great. It was really. It was a really, really. Where did you meet? Great relationship. We met on Tinder, Henny. That's the thing with you LA. Met on Tinder. Yeah. So you swiped. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's, well, that's, I mean, that's kind of interesting. I mean, two Listen, years, right? Yeah. Two years, like, two and a half years off hey, of Tinder. I, I know people that have met, that have been to their wedding. People that have gotten married. Jade and Christian Mingle. J-Date makes sense because it's very specific. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you are, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. But Tinder is like, I mean, it's known for, it to could be, be a serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I was just like ready for a relationship and, and mm-hmm. it just kind of the timing was great and it worked out. But um, now like look after having moved on and like being on dating apps now, I just treat it like a like Mario Kart. Like you're just like, <laughs> dee, 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 dee. oh, no, great. Cool. Like it is so gross. Worst date you've ever been on. Oh, I don't know. They're all bad, well, I don't go on many. <laughs> um, oh, I've got this year alone. Off of, this is also I'm like these apps are so silly. There were like two Bumbles dudes that I was supposed to go meet up with. One ghosted, completely ghosted the day we were supposed to meet up and like never told me where to meet him. And the second one I found out the night before, like I found his wedding photos from like three <gasps> months prior. And I was like, red card, red card. Like what? No, Why didn't no you, I'm not going to go meet you. Why didn't you meet You're him? clearly not available. <laughs> yeah, but you should have because it would have been a better story. No, honey, I got no, time for that. Okay, time is you precious. You at least got a free meal out of it. Ew. I am all good, honey. I'll pay for my damn self. All right. No. <laughs> no. Uh, you could have got a Chick-fil-A or something. I oh. love Chick-fil-A. So I do, do I. love Chick-fil-A. I love too. Chick-fil-A, y'all. I had it last week. <laughs> if it was between Chick-fil-A and Bojangles. Oh, don't make me choose. How I dare will. you? I would do two one for breakfast t- and two, one for lunch. Yeah, two different restaurants, by the way. Not even You can't compare the two. Well, but both own a place in my heart. <laughs> I love them so much. Listen, I went to, I went to Astro's 
Chicken and Donuts downtown last week. Have you been there? Chicken and Donuts? It's it's like Is this, that a thing? Yum. No, it's, I don't know. it's it like this good. famous like place. Chicken and waffles? Like, literally when they opened there was a line around the, for months, uh-huh. right? And finally I got a chance to go there cuz I was like I got to find an alternative to Chick-fil-A because it's so politically incorrect, but I I'm listen to me. I love a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I go in there in sunglasses and a hat. Um, Sometimes you need that Polynesian sauce. Well, what I do is I'll buy the Chick-fil-A sandwich with American cheese. Um, and then I'll also <laughs> buy like a 13-count nugget or whatever count nugget it's it 12. is. It's 12. 12-count, whatever. Yeah. I always ask for the 13th. As a taste you ask for a thirteen, like a baker's one. dozen yeah. nugget. Yeah. Oh my god, that's the problem. My mouth, is, my, my mouth is watering. Um, a baker's dozen to nugget have, <laughs> to have later. To have later because I love it so much. So anyway, I went to this place called Astros downtown. It's like on Fourth Street, I think. Yeah, and uh, the because I was like, I gotta find an alternative, and it was really good. But I was like, it this wasn't Chick Fil A. No. 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 No, and of course, every time you want it, it's on a freaking Sunday. Well, I used to work yeah. in the mall. And you're like, and I, I, I used to work in the mall when I was a teenager, and I refused to work on Sundays because, because it Chick-fil-A was closed. Was closed. And that Smart was like man. my breakfast and lunch. Smart man. Have you had the breakfast biscuits with Ugh. the chicken? I used to chicken. get them in the morning before I went to high when I was in high school, before right. I went to school. Hence, uh, like, the extra weight I, I'll <laughs> I do. I'll grade. do a number one with a Dr. Pepper. Or a 12-piece nugget with all the Polynesian sauce. And then y'all, if y'all are listening and you find a Bojangles, get a chicken supreme with What's a sweet that? tea. It's a it's like a spicy chicken sandwich mm. with some seasoned fries and a sweet tea. Yum. Bye. Yum. You, have you been to a Grandy's? Who? Grand, uh, that's a Texas thing, I think. No, oh, I don't know Grandy's. Um, but I remember... Hardee's was in North Carolina. Oh, Hardee's, yeah. yeah Hardee's. Which is also um, Carl's, Carl's Jr. Jr. They Hanny. bought them. Yeah. yeah. They, but it wasn't originally Carl's Jr. No, it was Hardee's. Yeah, it was a Hardee's. For sure. Hardee's, yeah. How many diets have you tried? <laughs> oh, like, what? <laughs> They're detoxes. Okay, I'm, no, I'm just getting detoxes. Um, How many cleanses have you tried? <laughs> cleanses? Just that one huge one, really. But like, then they'll be like, I'll go through months of being like, I'm gluten free. And then there'll be months right. of like, or like a few years of like, I don't eat cheese. You're right. like fly by night. And then the most recent is I didn't drink coffee for like two years. And now she's back on it. And it is delicious. I don't know why anyone wouldn't drink coffee. It's the best thing in the world. It's really good. I couldn't live without a cup a day. I really, I don't think I could handle it in my life. Yeah. I'm I know my you. baristas by name. For some reason, I didn't want to be like, a, I didn't want to like need caffeine. Right. Or gluten. Yeah, but man, I love pizza. My favorite thing, so we go to... Um, <laughs> no, don't do oh, it. Yeah, no, it's coming out. Stories are coming out. We, uh, I'm pregnant. We decide to go up to Big Sur for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And we rented really this like, it. funny little cabin, and a couple of us go up, and we like brought our dog. I mean, it was, it was all insanity, but it was really fun. It was beautiful up there. It was, it was all the big little lies. It was so big little lies, and it was like our house was like tucked away yeah. in a forest. In a forest, and it was like snowy. It was yeah, really, it was nice. really nice. But Alex was on a paleo. Yeah. I don't know what. She was, she was a paleo, and she was not eating all No, the- basically New York kicked my ass, and I went and got my blood tested, and like all my hormones done, and like everything looked at, and the doctor was like, girl, how do you have a pulse? So you I need needed- to start from scratch. I needed to like cut out a bunch of shit to like, I don't know, start eating. But 
They put but, you on this crazy stuff. And then you can't eat anything. And so when you're cooking Thanksgiving, it gets tough. Wait, um, did you cook me something? Well, you cooked a mush. What's Alex, that? There were different mushes What's that she had. What's a fucking mush? You know, like, it was a cucumber, tomato, an avocado salad. That's delicious. Yes. And then there was something with like sweet potatoes and... Well, can you explain what a mush is for I don't well, even she know. She was mushing sweet potatoes. It with was like what? the alternative to oh, like, like having like a um, like so a sweet potato casserole. So you're eating like baby food. Right. Yeah. Basically, you like eat pudding. Yeah. And she was like, isn't this delicious? <laughs> and we were like, mmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, come like 12 o'clock, I'm like sneaking like meat and cheese and just like bread. <laughs> she yeah, because you've had a couple of vodka sodas. you damn right and I did. So sleep every that. night at 8.30. And we were all like, like the the guys were playing washers, this game they play. It was so freaking loud. I was, I was watching out. TV. She And we, I'd be like, Alex? Alex? You know, I went in the other room. I took pictures of her every night. She was just passed out on the bed. I'm like, oh, poor thing. She doesn't have any sustenance in her body. It's, it's that and also like. So it's also the day drinking. So, yeah. It's the day drinking. It's the probably I mean, no food. Uh, you're yeah. like missing the point, Christine. You're like, oh, she's not nourished. I'm like, she's boozing up all day long. <laughs> That's what's happening. All day. No, I, I wasn't. Predicted. We went hiking. We were we good. Hiking, yeah. I mean, I wasn't because I you was, know sometimes was you go out of town and you just like need to sleep. Yeah. We were in the middle of the fucking woods. Like I needed to just fucking sleep. I just it never like know. Christine's okay. wedding. Remember that? <laughs> what? That was not in the middle of the woods. It felt like it. Where? Are we? What are you? Are you from L.A.? No, but I mean, like that Jeez, whole thing. That was, was like, like the most beautiful winery ever. I mean, it was nice. You <laughs> are just ungrateful. If there's not like a Starbucks like on tap, then a lad doesn't want anything to do with it. Always looking at the problems. I mean, always. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Alex, you've been nothing but a delight. <laughs> I could say the same to you, honey, but I won't. I'm just so happy you came and I got to see you for my one time a year visit. With well, Alex we checked Ellis. it off the list, so done. Good, thank God. Um, um, Alex, where can we hear you next with some of your voiceovers? In your dreams, um, I I do this voice on a Disney show. Oh, which voice? It's called <laughs> It's called Vampirina, and it's uh, I play an 800 year old fat vampire. I mean, give us a little sample. I'm like, oh, hi, I signed up on the worldwide cobweb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Did what? Hi, Georgia. <laughs> hey, girl. Hi. Hey, girl. Hey. And Come uh, to auntie. where can we find you on social? Oh, uh, what is it? ALS3 is my Instagram because three is my favorite number. Amazing. Um, and yeah, that's, that's probably the only thing I really you ever tweet? check. You guys, you know, you only check Instagram. I don't even go on the gram. What do you still tweet? Yeah, yeah I don't he's even still, get. He's, he's I, old. y'all. I don't get he's Twitter. Old. I don't get Twitter. I'm he good. does all the old things. Yeah, he like just learned Facebook, which is exciting for him. It's the Facebook. I had to like, literally. <laughs> oh jeez. I had to walk him through how I would to definitely post not be on friend Instagram. requesting him. I, don't, I still don't know how to post things on Instagram. I'm it's still, probably like, best so if you don't. Easy. I don't it's the dumbest. It's... it's and the fact that you can't. Like I hate that when you touch the picture, like you can't zoom. What <laughs> like, do you mean? See, like to see, like you know what I mean? Like on the app. Yeah. Oh, I don't have the app on my phone. How do you Instagram? Oh, Insta? I thought you were talking about Facebook. No, I'm talking about Instagram. Oh, Insta? Yeah, for yeah. sure. What do you mean? You just zoom in. No, you can't. You can, though, right? No. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't oh, pay she's attention. such an expert on Instagram. No, you well, cannot. 
She probably just anyway. Needs, it's been great seeing you, Alex. She doesn't need to zoom in on everybody's pictures. I know, but yeah, like, I'm I like good. You're, you like to get in there. I know. Well, yeah. you can't you find see yourself anything. probably down like some like you know Instagram K hole of people that you went to high school with that. I don't now you know, just judge. I don't go on it. I just post and then I leave it alone. It's not like I check it. I don't see you know. I don't have it like. Anyways, it's so nice Ugh. to see you. <laughs> you uh, guys. Unfortunately, I'm so sorry. You have to you listen have to him. To run. Um, I'm. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks and for having me. All these this crazy is my first stories. podcast. I don't even know what this really is. Oh, really? Yeah, you were excellent. Yeah, we can tell. Um, um, <laughs> as always, I'm at Yo Lakin on all social media. I'm at Alec Led and, and Stephen uh, at Stephen Ray Morris. Stephen is our engineer and producer. Thank you. Um, if you uh, want to follow us, we are at Worst Ever Podcast on social and Worst Ever PC. And you can email us at worsteverpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Keep your teeth. Bye. A big thanks to Alex for being on the podcast. And don't forget to check out her band, Harbor Party. You can find them on all social at Harbor Party and on Facebook. Hey, if they're good enough for Vanderpump Rules, they might just be good enough for your wedding. Thanks to all of our fans and listeners and subscribers. Really appreciate you guys listening to everyone's worst ever stories. We will be dark next week, but we will be coming back in January with all new episodes and finally a live show. So stay tuned and have a great holiday or worst holiday. We love those too.